another amazing response to uh, Clay's horrifying pet stories. Well, more than that, you guys, I have had so many people DM me saying that Polly is their movie. There are some true blue mm. parrot heads out there and I'm not alone. So that's, that, that makes me feel um, great and not crazy. Clayton, yeah. you know what's insane is, so you guys, big news for me, I did my first stand-up show on the road, I went to Phoenix, masks are only recommended, not required in most establishments, oh but it was actually amazing, but Clayton, on stage I told a story where I referenced you, and I said like, oh, you know my hairstyle is Clayton, and people were like shouting out like, we love Clayton. Do you notice me trying to not smile? I, I just, I have that Tinkerbell disease, not the dwarfism fairy thing, but like where if someone does say nice things about me, my face just changes. So I'm going to try not to smile, but that's great to hear. It was so, so many cool. People are feeling the podcast these days. I'm, we're getting a lot of comments and thank you Glomies who leave comments and leave ratings, but people are loving this new era are loving clay. It's, I've read comments to the tune of this is revitalizing glowing up this being you. Wow. I mean, I'll take it. But speaking of comments, let's get a little bit of business out of the way first, because we have a winner for Clay's big old gay basket of hair products, sweepstakes brought to you by Nabisco, specifically Lady Gaga Oreos. No, they're not in the basket. The winner is I'd love a drum roll. (laughs) okay that's like the womanizer clit sucking sound hey don't knock it till you try it i tried it didn't work on me i don't think i have the right parts okay (laughs) the winner is coming straight out of salt lake city utah esther pavitsky (laughs) with her friend caroline esther you have enough esther has a whole station at my house where i go to her house now and i go where's the station of just things i've left there for doing Mm -hmm. clam okay the winner is you guys julia vinha i hope i'm saying that right congratulations julia julia you are going to get this basket um whenever come on down (laughs) you guys and julia actually is going to enter the zoom um spiritually not actually physically but um julia you're gonna get that basket whenever i get a second to drop it off at the ups store so this week this week oh my gosh that's a basket full of amazing goodies including r and co orbe chunks color wow and more at a 300 to 400 dollar value i'm gonna go ahead and say 500 
Wow, the MSRP on that is out of this world. What is that? MSRP? Manufacturer suggested suggested retail retail price. price. Yeah, I didn't copy it after (laughs) she said it. I knew it too. I was just speaking slow. Okay, sorry I'm not a businesswoman like you guys. I wish I was, but I'm not. Yeah, just not quite. You don't have what it takes like I do. Yeah. That's <laughs> to quickly be on top. say what Caroline <laughs> says. Um, but I, I do want to also quickly shout out that if you guys are in Los Angeles, I'm going to do, I'm going to be on a really fun lineup. I'm doing stand up Thursday night uh, at the Comedy Chateau. So what is that? I should come What's out. the Comedy Chateau? It's like an Sounds outdoor, like- it's a new outdoor comedy venue. And there's some really funny Lisa Traeger, who's been on the show before, is on the lineup. So, if people, I've gotten bit by the stand-up bug. I did it in Phoenix. I'm ready to go. So I'm just doing a short set Thursday night. Is LA. that what I those welts are on, on your face? Oh no, it's spider bite season. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. So you've been bit by multiple <laughs> bugs in the past week. Spiders, spider bugs, cool. and the stand-up comedy bug. Yes. Esther, how does it feel to be back? Are you uh, testing out any material about me, or <laughs> is it just all about Clay? <laughs> I, you know what, Caroline, look, let's hang out. Let's write, let's, let's let the magic happen. You almost just said, let's write me some standards. <laughs> let's write it. Uh, let's, let's let it get written by our crazy antics. I know it's really, I was so nervous. Like, keep in mind, this was like the one thing that I, I just simply could not be done during COVID. So I was like shaking with nerves and fear, but I wrote out my set because, you know, I had been doing the shameful Zoom comedy shows over the, like on and off over the last year. So I actually did have material from those and it ended up being really, really fun and really like rewarding. And my aunt, my 92 year old aunt came to the show, which was shocking. My grandma's sister. Um, so it was just a family affair as well. The thing fun. about that's your 92 yeah. year old aunt came to a suggested masked indoor event. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I love, you know what I love is that when you think about grandmas, you don't often hear about a grandma having a sister. And I love to hear mm. of like sibling grandma energy. That's so cool. Grandma's. Grandmas have sisters too. I think Clay's right. We don't really talk about a lot, that a lot as a society. Should that grandma be, has a lot of sisters, and they're they're cool. Should that be the name of my like eventual hairline grandma's sister? I feel like that has a ring. Or like to it. great great aunt is technically, of course, the name for your grandparents' sister sure. or great uncle, which I feel like was bad branding. I don't like that branding. It's bad branding. I guess, of course, people have great aunts, but you never hear, well, my grandma's sister, because that just, when you hear sister, it gives you, like, a youthful vibe. It, it makes you think of, like, I don't know, baby. Yeah. So how, did she enjoy the show? She did. She said that she never thought she would see me again before <sighs> she died, which That's I thought was heavy. interesting. Uh, but, yeah, she came, and then my other, my grandma's younger sister came. And How old is she? Eighty nine. She's, I think, like in her early seventies. Okay, so she's it young. A, it was a, yeah, it was a big family, and also it was a road trip with my two guy friends, and that was really fun. Lots of laughs, lots of Taco Bell. I actually got so much hate online. I don't know if you saw this past well, I, week. I love Taco Bell. I watched your video where you posted your current order. I was totally into People it. People hate me when I do that shit and I'm like then go people get so mad at me because I posted my me ordering my Taco Bell in the drive-thru and I'm very specific and they like people turn against they think that you're like like, a Karen when you do it is that what it is yes and they think I'm like 
teasing low wage workers. Like you've never worked in the food service industry. I'm like this industry. I'm like, bitch. Yes, I have. This is not teasing. Like this is just how I order. People get really mad, and I I don't know. I like don't agree with them. I don't know. Well, you're and you're not okay. willing to stop. More importantly. You've got to film yourself or listen in life. There are some things you've got to do. You got to eat. You got to breathe. You got to sleep and you've got to film yourself order fast food. The people need to know. People are always asking me though. That's the problem. My number one most requested question is not Esther. Where are you performing your standup? Esther, how can I watch your special? No, it's Esther. What's your Taco Bell order? Caroline, you yourself have called me many times in the pinch. Esther, what do I get at Taco Bell? I'm in the drive-through. Like I was, I thought I was doing like a service, but people were really mad. Well, what can I, you do? You can't please this, everyone. You know, yeah. What can you do? I. This does kind of bring us back to what we were talking about last week, and this is why I feel that the future of fast food is all online ordering, because it doesn't require you wasting a person in the drive-thru's time with additions, subtractions, substitutions. You can just do it in the comfort of the app. They just print out a receipt, and they just follow what's on the sheet. I think that's, like, a lot more humane. Yeah, I I, I kind of agree. I do. And as someone who's never been to Taco Bell, I... You're one of those people? I'm not interested in what you order. Cause to me, it's like another language. It's like, I don't understand that culture and like, I respect it from afar, but it's just like, it's too, it's I'm too old now to start now. Why are people that haven't been to Taco Bell so proud of never having been to Taco Bell? Cause we know that we're ultimately missing out on something really special. And the only way that we can, uh, feel good about ourselves is to, yeah, well, I sleep like an angel. I sleep like an angel on opiates, okay? I have a clear conscience. I go to sleep every night. My head hits the pillow. Ding dong, good night. like a mouse with a belly full of bugs. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) No, they were up all night. They were up all night, Caroline. Point is that I I, am so over people that don't like Taco Bell, but Esther, I think you should continue to share your order and don't let the haters or those that are just pointing out simple facts dissuade you. Thank you. Yeah, haters gonna hate. 3LW said that, and they're not wrong. My God. My yeah. God, they're so right. you guys- That's sort of my attitude, though, too. It's like, I I this I came up with this last summer. It's like, if you, now you don't like me because you saw how I ordered at Taco Bell news newsflash, you never liked me, you were never going to like me. So it's like, you either like me or you don't, and I'm just going to continue to be my crazy normal whatever self that i am and you'll either take it or leave it i, I can get most behind will that energy ultimately most ultimately will leave it oh yeah everyone will leave <laughs> everyone will leave you yes 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 but but i Caroline, do like you that energy. despondent sorry i disassociated wait, for the last speaking, like 30 wait, seconds speaking of despondent and speaking of disassociative <laughs> i have a new youtuber obsession and she's someone that we all know and love. And her name is Holly Madison. Have you guys oh. watched her YouTube? Oh, her TikTok is amazing. She's kind of in this rarefied area of Disney. Yes, yes she is. A little bit of like fast food stuff. I, f- I feel like there's like a like an Americana chain restaurant thing happening with her. I mean, it's mostly Disney stuff. Yeah, she is. Wait, I've been... I've been falling asleep to her YouTube videos. That's like what I, I do. That's what I, because Renee is watching The Sopranos right now, which is just really intense to go to sleep to. Just hearing faggot and gunshot and just like the sound of skulls <laughs> crushing. I don't want to hear that when I'm going to sleep. I want to hear Holly Madison blankly 
with no joy in her voice talking about, hmm, look, they redesigned Snow White's castle. Tell me if you guys think this was new or not. They've gotten rid of the witch. It's, (gasps) did you know about the new Snow White's castle? Not only do I know about it, it's already getting heat from, did you know that it's the subject of controversy, the new Snow White ride redesign? Well, they're utilizing all these like sick animatronics. The animatronics that Disney uses has got have gotten so lifelike and so like scary. We will be real. working like, for them one day. Like Dopey and Doc. Will, if we're yeah. lucky, Clay, from your mouth to yeah. God's fucking ears. But uh, it depicts, you know, the big kiss at the end of Snow White, which is like we all can picture it. She's lying on that like weird glass coffin thing, and Prince Charming kisses her. Anyway, they're getting heat because it's technically a non-consensual kiss. Because she's asleep. I, I, I'm not, I kind of agree. I'm not arguing with that at all. So people are aghast at the new ride. But you guys, guess what? Okay. I have tickets for Disneyland uh, for June. What? Yeah, it's happening. It's my friend's birthday and he just went ahead and booked tickets for a bunch of people. And, and the videos and TikToks I've seen out of it's Disneyland empty. at 25% capacity is empty. Fuck. I'm thrilled. I want to. Yeah, thrilled. I kind of want to go too. But so, is that how Disneyland works now? Where you have it's like a concert where you have to book tickets months in advance. It is, huh? I think so. I okay. think so. You got to get tickets months in advance. You got to wear a mask at all times. It's more like a Phoenix stand-up show. <laughs> no, masks are encouraged <laughs> in Phoenix. In Disneyland, they're required. Yeah, fair enough. Wow. I'm so excited. It's empty. The lines have like five minute waits. Oh my god. Esther, would you, you can do you want to go? You can spread your arms. Esther. Esther, yeah. should the three of us go? Should we book like a thing and do a whole special glow? Wait, do you guys remember on when Disney bought ABC? Full and House. Not just Full House. Every sitcom that week went to Disneyland. It was the wonderful week of Disney. Roseanne went, Full House went, Step by Step went, Family Matters, and every episode did this synergistic, orgasmic Disney basically 10-hour Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, universes were colliding. You saw Urkel in the back of Full House, just this infomercial of Disney. I think we should do a glowing up special episode live from inside the Magic Kingdom. <gasps> that, I think that's a great idea. Is that legal? To well, they content? filmed a whole movie illegally once in Disneyland. It, it, they just like used handheld cameras oh, yeah. and came in every day. And I'm thinking we could just bring a couple iPhones, just like put the Yeti mics in our little popcorn you guys, buckets. Holly does it. I've literally watched Holly do exactly oh, what yeah, we're going to do. Right. So I think. Yeah, it could be like video content. We'll have like a selfie stick or something. You guys, this, this, this sounds, uh, I'm going to say magic. Esther trying Dole Whip for the first time. I've had it. You know, I love it. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I'll I saw go. trying beignets. My friend um, is currently hooking up with a girl who plays Minnie Mouse. Maybe she can help us. No? That would be amazing. Uh, why is this just coming up now? But she's not a... It's not really a brag if she's hooking up with a non-face character. No yeah, offense. the non-face characters are kind of like the, the like on the Titanic, it's like the lower level of people. Oh, no. It's still an honor, obviously, to play Minnie. It's better than being like Daisy Duck, God forbid, but... Okay. Now I want to be I want to be a Disney performer. Can we put on like a okay? What if we pitch Disney like a musical that we write and produce and perform? 
clay. I mean, that's a huge, you're acting like that's like a small <laughs> thing that we can ask. But here's my big question. Well, number one, I do think you could become a Disney performer. Huge performers have come from the parks. I'm talking Joey Fatone. I think that's it. I think mm. that's it. But, okay, uh, <laughs> Esther, do, is she a mini whose eyes blink or are the eyes permanently open? Where? Wow. Do you know about I, this, Caroline? No. I, have they transitioned all the minis to blinking no, eyes? I think that there are a few stragglers, and I'm worried that your friend's hooking up with a permanently wide-eyed mini. I, I, I don't know. What do I do? Well, find out. Find out. That's more important than like finding out her status. Like, inter- like I wouldn't even ask her if she's like clean and free of any venereal diseases. It's like, are you a blinking mini? Are you a blinker or, or a starer? Because the thing about the blinkers is that they are they're much like Snow White. Like they have consent. Mm-hmm. I want to really know what the hell is Club Thirty Three. Oh, I can speak on this. Thank you. Club 33 is a members-only dining facility that's located in Disneyland, and it's really just a restaurant. You just go there and have a meal and get out. It's not like a Soho house where you can like go in and like hang out for hours and hours. It's just a meal place, but it's very expensive to become a member. Very expensive. It's like, and yeah, I've- like really cost-prohibitive. Well, let's just start with the benefits you get as a Club 33 member, and then we'll talk pricing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the benefits as a Club 33 member are pretty astounding. Of course, you get access to Club 33, which is one of the the only place in the park that serves alcohol, which, you know, is a bit of a perk for some people. You get, I believe, I want to say you get 20 to 30, a a pretty high number of single-use Disneyland tickets to give out willy-nilly to anyone you want like you just have like 30 free disneyland tickets at your disposal and you can just like is that why it's called club 33 i don't know why it's called club 33 but i like wrote it all down i have like a like looking through my notes because one time someone was telling me and i was like during a zoom and i was like writing it all down under the zoom but you didn't know i was gonna ask you this no i've had it written down for months i've been waiting for you to ask plus you get to go to Disneyland and get like a one-on-one tour from a cast member where they take you around the park all day and you cut the line. Oh, I've I mean, done celebrities, that. that was- yeah, celebrities can do that, but you can also buy that. And I think the retail value is like $5,000 or something it. like per t- Yeah, it's something crazy. That's- you get four of those. So you can bring three friends and do like a crazy tour like that once a year. You also get... Free valet parking at one of the hotels. So you just kind of pull up and walk right into the park. I know, the valet thing. I feel like you've mentioned the valet thing before. And you keep saying it like it's a big selling Have we talked about Club 33? Briefly, briefly, briefly. But your one thing you said the last time was like, well, it's worth it. There's valet parking. And to me, that seemed really wild. Well, it kind of is because the parking at Disneyland could be such a fucking headache. But we're talking holistically with all the... The parking is part of the magic. Like... When what? I get into the parking lot, like, ask Renee, we get so excited. That's when if you choose to want to, like, 
smoke a little bowl. That's when you smoke a little bowl. You even, oh, well, we put on, right. no. you put on that's your Disney you like music. This. No, not even. You don't no. have to, but if you want you to. You don't do drugs at Disneyland. You guys, I'm be- telling you, I went to Disneyland with my mom and with Dave, and I was so excited. And it was, and we had the tour, the, the guy that follows you everywhere and jumps the line with you. I don't get it. And you know, I'm the biggest baby ever, but like, I just, you must've had a bad it. tour guide. I think your tour guide was a bummer. Cause if you're stuck with someone that's you like, went with a clan oh my God, you don't even know the fun you would have. We got to go to Olga's can- cantina. Would you guys be completely sober? I've been dying to go. <laughs> Wait, what? Would you be completely sober? Completely. We have to be sober, right? At this I mean, age, I, am I don't have the stamina no, on drugs to make it through a day need, at Disneyland. Do you need to smoke pot for it to be fun? No, not it? at all. Why do you keep I could asking be stone that? Cold sober and have the best I've time. never smoked pot in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't even touch the stuff. What's Olga's Cantina? It's a it's a bar in Star Wars Land, run by like aliens and robots. There's like animatronic dancing aliens and you get like fancy drinks that like foam and fizz and shit. Yeah, and you have to have a reservation. And it's like and like people will come up in character and be like, ah, I heard you shot someone on Tatooine. Good on ya, mate. Hey! I will say, Clay, one time I made a reservation and pulled up at the reservation time and you have to wait in like a line. Even well, if you're with friends, I don't care about lines. Lines only okay. suck if it's really hot and you're with people that suck. Mm. Fair enough. We also have the internet in our pockets. Like, bitch, watch Holly on not on a line but on your phone. Esther, I'm going to say this. Esther, you've been known to be, let's say, physically sensitive, putting it softly. Sometimes after a hot day, a lot of walking, some anything can trigger a migraine or trigger neck oh, pain. God. I need you to prepare and train for this Disneyland trip. Like, we're not doing three hours and going home. You need your most comfortable oh, with shoes, love, with absolute adequate sunwear. Caroline, with all the love that my heart can muster, Esther, if you're not having a good time, like, I love you, we'll, you can, well, you can go home. We're going to stay, though. Like, you're going to Uber home you from can, Anaheim. You can Uber home from Anaheim. I do a full, I do a full like, park opening to park no, close. Like, with That's what lo- we call getting your like, money's worth. Love- what if your legs get tired? Oh, they're going to get tired. you got to train. That's a done deal. you got to train. What if you get really, really, really hot and you're in the sun? Well, that's going to happen. In an absolute emergency, I will allow a sit-down dinner. <laughs> no, we're having a sit-down dinner. Oh, no, 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 no. I, okay. No, dinners and meals are part of it. I want a... No, I'm not, I can't do a triple sit down. Well, no, 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 but I just two at most. Two for, of course, of course, of course, <laughs> two meals. Who has three meals? Uh, what am I, six hundred pound life? No, we'll have two wonderful meals. One will be like fast casual, like Disney's answer to Panera. Like we'll go to Cars Land and we'll get stuff and we'll eat in Cars Land. And then dinner, we will have reservations at somewhere nice. And by nice, the he blue means just no. Fine. The yeah. blue bayou, which when I mean nice, I mean something very expensive and something that tastes very bad, like a thirty-five dollar mediocre clam chowder. Caroline, I I have a feeling when we go there that it's going to be like a seventy-five dollar clam chowder <laughs> at this point. Like Disney's got to make their money back. I have a feeling the food prices are going to be shocking. What about Universal Studios? Any any interest in that? Listen, it just doesn't hold a candle. The Harry Potter ride at Universal Studios 
as someone who's never seen a Harry Potter, is one of my favorite rides of all time. So I love Universal, but Universal, you can go for four hours and call it a quit, and you're fine. You can go home. Back in the day at Universal, they used to have the most incredible attraction. To this day, I can't even believe they closed it. it I have dreams I'm about listening. this attraction. I'm like, it was a very small little walk-in and walk-out called the Lucy Museum. <laughs> Which was Literally, just I just turned into sm- Congo. Go on, go on, go on. I know all about this. <laughs> the smallest little parcel of real estate somewhere jammed into a corner of the park, like behind the Jurassic Park ride, where it was just a mini museum dedicated to all <gasps> things Lucy, Lucille oh. Ball, baby. And they had like every merch and every and, like TVs and, every and furniture. There was Lucille Ball stores. Merch. There was a full I Love Lucy stores at the place, guys. I remember I'm going to try to find it and share my screen. It was everything. In Florida at the Universal Studios when we went, they had like Lucy characters there and she like signed my autograph book and I was like... You'll still see her from time to time and you'll still see Marilyn from time to time. Well, Marilyn maybe is out and about. What a fucking weird world of just, what kind of a motley crew does Universal have where it's just Beetlejuice and a minion and Marilyn Monroe walking around? A That's real the problem woman. with Universal. That's the problem with Universal is the IP is so whack. It's so aesthetically unpleasant and it's so all over the place. You've got Shrek Minions. Oh. Simpsons is fun. I love going to Simpsons. Simpsons is good, but these are all ones that they've had to like desperately acquire, and and now they have Harry Potter. I'm sorry, Harry Potter merch is the mm-hmm. is wretched. She's not the one. It's like dark stone color. It's very like ugly. Deep it's very reds. like affliction. Do you remember the brand Affliction in the 2000s? Like all Harry Potter merch is just affliction to me. Oh my god! I'm sharing my screen just to give you a taste, Esther, of the Lucy experience. I want a taste. And when I was little, I didn't care about the rides. <gasps> I didn't care about. Oh this is so my cool. God. Oh my god! Is that not so fucking gorgeous? Can you believe that? Look at this. Like when I was a little kid, I would just soak it up and like drink in every inch of the Lucy Attribute Museum. And it was small. Like, oh, I, oh here the oh. Emmy. Wait, if Just you her. click the this one, that's so that's in Hollywood. I've been to this. This is at the Hollywood Museum. I think it's like the Max Factor or something. Oh yeah, in that's Max right. Building. In ho- proper Hollywood. It's very oh, cool. Oh yeah. Oh. oh, like little like uh merch items from history. Little, t- but little just- plates. Oh, this was this. I remember this. Clay, oh, does this ring a bell? It does. Oh. Well, my, when I was in preschool, my dad had a TV oh, show that shot at Universal. He was like a writer. And I would go to Universal almost every day after preschool, like, and just run around, like, with free reign. And I would go to the Lucy Museum and Fifo Land. And those were my spots. Oh, Fifo Land? They didn't have that when I was little. I missed that boat. It was, we were little so at the same cool. time. You probably just don't remember. One of you, are, one of you is lying. Fifo Land. It was like basically like um everything's big. Like oh, you're shrunk down like my. a mouse. Like you're on a thimble. But they closed the Lucy tribute, and I don't even know what's there now. But because it's... I have news for you, folks. Gen Z don't know who Lucy is. So wrong. When we were little, that was the only option that was syndicated. Well, it, Lucy was playing like five Caroline, times a day minimum. You just said 
the magic word, which is syndicated. Syndication. We had all of our content curated for us. So we would have our channels and they would say, this is classic TV. You watch this, you watch this. Now kids can choose whatever they want on Netflix and YouTube. So why would anybody click a black and white thing with some woman? You can't even tell she has red hair from the black and white. So they're never going to click that and watch it. It was presented to us as like, as uh, we were educated. They weren't. They aren't. It's I'm going to be honest. It's on Choice Plus. is a prison. Yeah. It's not the same not, holding up an episode of Isle of Lucy. Well. As opposed to being forced it. I, re- Does that I make remember sense? around Thanksgiving every year, you guys, I'm literally talking. I'm having poly level, like nostalgia heart pangs. Uh-oh. Every year around, <laughs> call the doctor. Okay. Every year around Thanksgiving, they would do on our local LA station, Fox 11, they would do a Lucy marathon uh-huh. and it would be like, 48 hours and in the commercial breaks the fake lucy's coming live from universal studios would be like coming up next it's the grape stomping one Ooh, like and i don't know it's just so commercials are so magical i miss that like especially local localized uh area specific commercials yeah i can't beat them oh empire carpet Mm. the one with the air conditioning Another scorcher. It's going to be hot tomorrow. That oh, one. Classic. Such a classic. I love Lucy, just to put it. Well, guys, have you. To put it my What do you think about Nicole Kidman playing Lucy in the biopic? I saw one picture from the set. Let me pull this oh, up. Please. It didn't look. Listen, it's a paparazzi shot, so. I, so, yeah, let's, let's give it a little bit of. Be gentle, but I wasn't quite working for me. Why are people so mad about Nicole Kidman playing that role? Because you don't think of her as being funny. Look, they might have scrubbed it from the internet. Oh, wait, you found it. Okay, here's one. Oh, the clothes. Oh, the clothes, guys. Oh, my God, the hair. You guys, YouTube exclusive. The first shot you're showing me is a visual fucking feast. Oh, it's She's wearing a beautiful, like, wide-leg pleated bright blue pant with oh. a matching s- tailored tiny vest. It's good. She looks incredible. You guys, Lucy's I mean, clothes she- on the show fucking go off. Like, Lucy's clothes even now are some of... She has this one thing that's like a pants that... It's pants in the front and then has a train in the back. So it's like from the back it looks like this cocktail dress. But in the front it's pants. Unbelievable, the clothes on I Love Lucy. That's okay. That's I'll keep an open mind, but do we think it's like a comedic movie or if it's like a drama into like how hard it was to be this Part early visionary trailblazer? If they here's the weird thing if they cast Nicole Kidman, it kind of feels like it has to be a drama, right? Yeah. I don't, oh my god. Well, I have to, Javier, is that Javier yeah, Bardem? I, for the, okay, so for those of you oh that aren't watching the YouTube exclusive, who are just listening, I have to say that watching Javier Bardem playing Desi Arnaz mm-hmm. wearing a mask during a pandemic is <laughs> is a visual I didn't expect. It's hot. Yeah, that's... Oh my god, Alish. Who does she play? Oh my god, I just saw her last night. I don't know if she's in this. What, what does I she I think play? she plays... Okay, I'm trying to figure it out, guys. I think she plays Madeline Pugh, one of Lucy's, like, writing yeah. partners. No, no, no. Well, no, a woman out. wrote a lot of the I Love Lucy stuff. Wow. And can, wait, can I ask you guys a question? Are you guys familiar with post-I Love Lucy Lucille Ball and what she was like? Yes, 
Well, the sh- the other shows, like all the spinoff shows that were just kind of okay. They were just okay, but they were huge hits. I'm talking, really? you guys have to look up. I'm not kidding. I want to say 1989, like the year before she died. She has a couple appearances on Joan Rivers' short-lived late-night talk show. To say that she is gruff is an understatement. She's miserable, she's angry, and she's just smoking. In the middle of a talk show, she goes, I- I'm going on a trip tomorrow and I have to pack, and just leaves in a way that would not happen on a talk show. Now she's like, I gotta go, I gotta pack, and just leaves. These are worth Lucy, a watch. she smoked a lot. I mean, I think she died of smoking-related illnesses. She did. She did, but she loved it. She loved to smoke. So I'm not going to take that away know from her. The, do you know the tragic story of her great-granddaughter who literally just passed away last year? Her name was Desiree Anzalone. And she, she passed away from cancer. She was like 25 years old and she looked she looked just like Lucy. It was like so sad. I never heard about this. Yeah. Was, How did she die? I think she had breast cancer, I want to say. Um. She had uh, Ansel and the great-granddaughter of Lucille Ball and Desiree Nissen who died September 27th after a battle with stage four breast cancer. Oh, she was, I'm sorry, she was 31. That's really sad. It's terrible. Lucy was such a pioneer. She like, she produced Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Like people didn't want to make that show. And after they did the pilot, she was like, I don't think this is good enough. I think we need to redo it. And apparently the pilot was like really bad. But then under Lucy's guidance, the pilot got a lot better. And then Star Trek became like the huge hit it was. She also wow. says in interviews too, she's like, I'm not a funny person. She's like, I know how to be funny. I know how to, like, I will study it. And I know the musicality of being funny. She's like, but I'm not funny. I don't know. I don't have time to be funny. Like her personality was, was in a, the nicest way to say it is gruff. She is on, and it's, that's so funny to hear. Cause on her show, I mean the most, the likable person that could ever be like, she is so freaking likable. So be- I mean, she is, I think everyone, I think that she's an honorary mascot of glowing up, which is, I think something that we should assemble is mm-hmm. I think we should do like, you know how boys do fantasy football mm. i think we should do like fantasy fantasy like icons. fantasy icons fantasy divas and like have a team and have them compete against each other speaking of icons and divas i saw a movie that was very glowing up this week that I couldn't believe I had never seen an old movie starring two icons. Whatever happened to Baby You've Jane? You've never seen it? No, and I can tell by the looks on both of your faces that you've both seen Best it. Best movie of all time. It's on. It's really something. Like I had always thought of this as, as like a super campy, like over the top. I don't know why I'd never seen it, but I was blown away. It was genuinely thrilling and scary. It was so good, like a powerful portrayal of like female psychological terror there's like crazy makeup looks in it it's all it's such an la movie it's like the house is in larchmont they're always like walking up and down larchmont like, what about the queer million... neighbor like the fat gay guy the queer the neighbor. fat gay guy at the, in the movie oh he's gay yeah, all, if you watch it back it's like very coded that he's like oh well that's so coded back then you can't even tell i couldn't yeah, tell I'll i mean yeah, if you rewatch it you'll like notice things but that oh that whole movie is yeah. Mm. And just knowing, I haven't seen the Ryan Murphy feud show yet, so I, love it. I can't. It, I, I can't wait. 
I know, but I wanted to watch yeah, this you first. Should, yeah. So that, now I'm like so excited to watch that. That's like based on, you know, it's about shooting that movie. I'm going to rewatch it just because you brought it up. I rewatched it the, this the, year during the pandemic. It's like, Caroline, when I, t- like, just think of all the things I've recommended to you that you've loved. You're going to have that level of joy. Not just Bell Grande with red sauce. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I'm gonna... I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. I can't believe they hated each other so much. No. It's com- you'll see on the whole movie that it really is a complicated thing of just like how women were pitted against each other. But I'm going to say that it's my favorite Ryan Murphy show. Same. Full stop. Hands down. Same. Yeah. Same. Uh, yeah. I can. I, okay. I'm, what even comes? Oh, I love Scream Queen season love one. Love Scream Queen season one. I don't know if it's going to be Scream Queen. Lo- it does. To me, it does. I love Pose. Okay. I loved the Versace one. I loved People versus OJ. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot oh, of good shit. People versus OJ. I also what, what was the new one on the Politician? I thought was. Pretty I good. loved season one of the Politician. I loved Hollywood, which I, maybe was okay. Hollywood you guys good. are you I guys are like, kind of digging deep right now. These I, are not. Good. I struggle, <laughs> but they're with gay. Hollywood. They're okay, but you guys have to understand that like he makes shows for maybe white cis gay men, but he makes shows for gay men in a way that no one else does. Like Hollywood had like five gay male characters. Like you're not getting that on any other yeah, big budget no, show. You're, right. you're just not. I just feel like he makes TV undeniably fun. And like visually, you're never going to. It's called yeah. camp. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's right. It's just campy. Okay. I even like American Horror Story. I love a lot of American Horror Story. You guys, so I got an email. I need to ask Raz's opinion. This is, this is, this is intense. I got an email from my agency from a very famous plastic surgeon who is offering, like, what's, what do you call it? Not surgeries, but services. They're offering services in exchange for posting to a lot of the artists at my agency. I've what never kind of services. I think like filler, Botox. I've never had anything so, done. Outpatient, like very light. And I think it's like you can negotiate I, with them. I've never had anything done. I don't know. I, I I don't think any have you guys ever had anything done? No. I've only had very light, like fillers and Botox, which is a whole other Is that something you've shared before on the show? Yeah, I've shared it before. I got fillers from like a scary Armenian lady that was illegal and brought a suitcase to my house. <laughs> per Sounds her like mom's me. wishes. Per her, because I thought it'd be cheaper and I had to pay her in all cash and I still don't think she injected me. I, I don't know what happened. I was fine, but I've since. Did you see any results? Yeah, I got fillers in my cheeks. I feel like you were really I, happy with it. I liked it. I, I saw I saw some pictures of myself later where I would like wondered if it looked a little bit unnatural. So I'm kind of like gun shy in terms of going back. But my the next thing I want to do and I want to get it soon is I want to get a little Botox. And I think the thing, Clay, I think the thing to do if I were to get first of all, you really don't need you you don't need anything straight up. But if you wanted to get something, I think that preventative Botox the very smallest amount in areas where you notice where you notice that deep lines might form down the line getting a small baby amount of preventative botox in those areas to really just prevent deeper creases from forming that to me is like okay now we're getting somewhere with botox that feels reasonable rational esther what do you totally think totally like not scary 
I okay, I like what Caroline's presenting. Like I like how she's saying very minimal, very preventative. I could get behind that, but ultimately I think that I've never really seen anyone not get addicted to it, except for Caroline. But, but Esther, Caroline. you know me, and I don't have an addictive personality at oh, okay. all. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I just don't see why you would even go down that road. Like, at the end of the day, it is like a poisonous, toxic substance, and if you don't really need it or want it, like, just because it, you're what, why would you get it just because it's free? There's it, something like, I want, though. There is something I do want. What? I want to get my upper lip a little bit bigger. You want? Do you want the lip flip, or do you want the lip flip? Sounds. Of, what is that? That sounds like it's, painful. It's where they, Caroline. Am I right? It's like they put a little bit of Botox at the top of the lip so that it kind of like flips up, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe I want I think that because the reason whenever I if I shave my facial hair, you guys, it's shocking how different my lips look. It's just shocking. The, the the mustache really is... I gotta say, facial hair is makeup for guys. Yeah. 100%, I mean, and I'm so jealous. Guys, I literally have jet black contour permanently on my face. I That's know. what a beard is. And a beard, is it really protects you. And, like, the area that I get the most acne is, like, where my beard would be. I'm sure there's a reason for that hormonally. But, like, if I had a beard here, I dream about it all the time. Like, it would cover up my acne. It would, like, protect me from the elements. Yeah. It's like sunscreen. I, I'm When jealous. I do shave, it's crazy. The skin underneath where the beard is Ugh. is, like, about five years younger than the skin on the rest of my face. Why? I wish my whole hair, my whole face could be well, covered. Well, guys, we're all wearing masks. I wonder if, there, if this year of mask wearing in the sun is going to ultimately... Esther shaking her head no. You don't think it's ultimately going to give us like an extra year of use on the lower half of No, our because face? we're still in our cars without the mask. And I don't know. I'm usually when I'm outdoors, I'm not always wearing the mask because you don't have to. I don't know. I think it, I, I love what you're saying in theory, but. Do you? And also, also no, because I'm I would. Down on that kind of I mean, I'm the, I'm the girl who wears driving sleeves. Of course, I would love to think that a mask would make my face less old looking. I thought you wore but, the driving sleeves to like keep the spiders out of your car from biting you. Well, that was between us. Wait, by the um, way, Esther has the cutest little earring that I oh, haven't seen you. before. Can you tell us what this is? This is a little butterfly dangly on my cartilage piercing, which I've, here's what I've noticed is whenever I wear a cartilage ring with a dangly, I always get a compliment from a hot girl. So I know mm. that it's very cool. Am I the hot girl? Today? today you are. But I'm experimenting with like a DIY dangly. I think these are like the hot new trend is like a dangly with a little charm. Yeah, in you guys it. look you guys like, literally look like George Michael. You guys look like fucking. I, icon. Mine's a little George Michael. No. Mine's a little George it's Michael. Iconic. But George, I can't, George Michael's hot. The low the low ring with the dangly, I can't pull off. I can only do the high I, one. The high one's the move. I need to get my cartilage pierced, but I've been too scared. And I really want Esther to come with me. Okay. Was that easy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Like I've been begging. I, I have um, to say. Clay, I wish you could do it. You went to beauty school, right? Yeah, you don't want me to do your piercing. I didn't go to. That's like different. That's yeah, like tattoo I didn't go school. to Tattoo Inc. University. I don't have my ears I pierced, really guys. I just really want it for free. I don't That's have my ears pierced. That's the one that we know that can do it. 
You know, back to the Botox combo, I I do normally when when a friend of mine says they want it, I I do similar like I think what you do, Clay, I'm like, do what you want. I'll support you either way. I don't want to invalidate your reality by telling you you don't need it. You know, whatever it is. But Clayton, I'm with you. I'm close enough with you. I'm going to give my opinion. I say don't touch the stuff. I, I, I just don't see a reason for you to touch the stuff. Okay. That's that. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and completely take the opposite. Keep in mind, guys, I have to post about it. Uh, That's pretty rough. That's a bit rough. I think that I've seen some people pull it off seamlessly, but it's a tricky needle. I would obviously be very self-deprecating and goofy loofy while I posted about it. Goofy loofy. I would be a little goofy loofah. Uh, in the words of Bill O'Reilly, but yeah. My big want plastic surgery wise is inter- I have having facial asymmetry panic. Explain. It's a kind of a big, it's a thing. Our faces are not a, are, are not symmetrical. Honey. I know big shocker. Well, unless you're me and you have your head is a perfect circle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Esther has a, perfect like street lamp on her shoulders it's a bowling ball i mean you guys my face not good that's not what you want i I literally have two faces like and that's fine i do too i'm stalker channing in greece which if you watch the movie greece with she's an icon we love her she has two completely different faces and everyone has that no but my dad Mm, some people have it more than others my dad used to always say that to me too he'd be like see you're just like stalker like some angles like this some angles like that and i'd be like okay i'm eight like what? I I think it's aggravated too by side sleeping, which I try as I might to sleep on my back. I cannot sleep on my back. I wake up every single day, half of my face is digging into the pillow, the eye is like pulled open and half shut. It's like two face from Batman. And if anyone has any tips for sleeping on their back, please share them. I know Whitney Cummings once shared a tip, but she wears giant headphones. Oh, God. To keep her from, That's whatever. miserable. I sounds awful. One of my eyes doesn't wake up for 20 minutes until after the other one. I, the whole I morning, I have one eye very, closed. I have a very droopy eye and eyelid and I have eyebrow a situation. Eye I, we, I and love my droopy eye. I don't love my droopy eye, and I'm trying to love her, but I'm now noticing, like, the eyelid is kind of droopy, and it, like, gets in the way of, like, my makeup application. I'm like, this does not feel right. Mm. And I'm going to talk to someone a reputable plastic surgeon, not an Armenian woman who comes to my house with a rolling suitcase, about if getting a small amount of Botox in and around the droopy eyebrow would do some kind of a lift situation because it's it's Droop City. It's fucking Droop It's, it's the Droop Carry show, okay? It's the, <laughs> it's the goof troop. Is, there, is that a thing? It's, it's a Droop Barrymore's daytime talk show. Which, by here. the way, I'm still watching from time to time and just absolutely loving i know i cannot know. trust you enough that everyone is asymmetrical dude my titties like don't look like they're on the same body the one is luscious and large i'm and watching you're, you're pushing them sad. up i think your boobs are going up and down from the camera okay mm-hmm. oh my gosh oh wait i get why guys like that that's cool <laughs> that was cool Anyway, so ace facial asymmetry. I know I should be totally fine with it and totally chill with it, but mine feels a bit pronounced. I'll just leave Does it. Does it? It's not like subtle. I've never noticed. One eyebrow is like half an inch lower at this point. But you guys, the thing is, I have a very long, masculine, 
in the gay world, I would have a brick of a face. So I have a brick face and that's fine. But as a boy, it's so weird because I didn't always have this face. And it was like, I went to sleep one night and I woke up the next day, like fucking Pinocchio. And I had a big nose and a chin and it came literally overnight. And sometimes I still think that I have the like 12 year old child's face. And I, I don't. That's what I have. And I'm actually feeling attacked because you're bragging that you have a chin. Stop. I really, I want a chin. Just grow a little so beard bad. like I do on your chin. And honestly, it'll give a nice I'll do solution. it with you. <sighs> Let's do like a no shave, a no shave May. Let's Wait, do Caroline, it. Can I ask a personal question? Where are you at with the whole nose drop thing? I haven't asked you about that in a while. I Is that, like, think... Rude? I, no, it's not rude at all. I'm happy you brought it up. I, I really want to get one still. I think I've decided that I like just straight up want one and I want one that's really subtle and will just harmoniously tie my features in together and will make me feel more confident. And now's the time to get it when we're wearing masks, but it's just been so hard with my work schedule. Like I just need a block of time off. Like, I think I have to schedule it for later this year or something, but I just don't have any time off in the near future. So it's like basically impossible. Wow. But I, 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 I still have unbelievably irrational fears around surgery. Oh, really? Like, I didn't know that I think about you. I am so scared of that that whole morning of surgery where it's like your surgery's at 5 a.m. and you have to like go to the office and like, it's just like you're there for hours. You have to like, being put to sleep in particular and being wheeled into an, into an operating room is like I find it so comforting I'm just like there's nothing that I can do right now I'm like I I give you full control I'm just like there's nothing I can do I trust you guys you do this every day do your thing and I love going under when they count down from 10 those three seconds I've never gotten to five or six those nine okay this is eight Oh boy, I really love eight. And then when seven comes, seven is where it's at. And then you wake up and you're it's over. I am like shocked that you like it. Even you just explaining it to me, I'm hearing you logically, but it's giving me so much anxiety hearing you go 10, 9, 8. Like, now I've only had like, know. I've had like tonsillectomies and I've had like, I haven't had any like intense surgery. Like, you know, they've been sort of elective or whatever surgery. So it's not like we're trying to get something bad out of you. You know, it's not like a, a life threatening surgery. I think that might be a different thing where there are risks. Right. Or yeah. not risks. When I was little, it's always a risk. I had, I had to have like a bunch, I always had to have surgery cause I was just so special, such a special gifted girl. And I remember like, I eventually, Oh, we were watching 2020 me and my mom one night. And it was like right before a big surgery that I was having where I was going to be put under and of course, it was, the episode was about a family's pet that was accidentally put to sleep that wasn't supposed to be put to sleep. And so all I could think about, because I was just a little kid, I was like, they're going to accidentally put me to sleep. Like, this is what's going to happen. And so ever since then, like, I just have that, that I carry that weight with did me. You ver- did show. you verbalize that fear when you were watching 2020? Like, that's going to happen to me or did you stuff it down? I probably verbalized it and no one acknowledged it. Okay, that's really good. Because you know if it were me, I would not have said anything. <laughs> I would have been like, I love, I can't wait for tomorrow. <laughs> okay, so I had, I, so I had a, a black. You'd be like, let's watch again. I'd be like, oh, I love this. Barbara <laughs> Walters. I mean, literally, I'm sitting out of a Barbara Walters 
mug right now. Where is she? Um, wait, that's Joy. I like to think that you only have 50 of those mugs and no other drinkware. It's just, can I, when I tell you that every time I drink from this, it sparks a joy that can't be described. It's nuts. So Esther, I had major surgery when I was six. I had a birthmark that was cancerous on my leg. Did I ever tell you this? No. And they couldn't put me under. They didn't think it was going to be a big deal. But they got, I had like 280 stitches on my leg and a little kid's leg and layers and layers. Wait. What? Have, I, have you never seen the scar on my leg? Can you see it at all? Wait. Oh. Why? So this used, that's, wait, that's a deep, this used to wrap around my deep. entire leg because it was a kid's leg. And when I wait, tell I you. I understand. That was to remove a birthmark? It was like literally a black birthmark with hair coming out of it. So they had to cut deep. They had to cut like an inch deep into my skin and sew layers. When I tell you, hey, line, hold my hand. when I tell you, I knew that this was, this was my Willy Wonka golden ticket. I was a star and I was a victim, <laughs> which are two of the things that all I ever wanted as a child. So I remember just being like oh, awake during it. Like oh, someone needs to go to Toys R Us. I need the Dorothy Barbie waiting when I get home. And it was scary, but I also was like, oh, maybe movies would help. Oh, I won't be able to swim. I will need a TV in the room. I got so much out of this surgery. And I knew it at the time. I was like, okay, play sad, play scared. But I also knew it's going to be fine. These doctors. It was the role of a lifetime. When I tell you, I, I went to CPK before I got to have, <gasps> eat, have whatever oh. meal I wanted. What Can was your order? Margarita pizza? I got, no, like barbecue. Kids menu was a different game. Barbecue, um, but they had the barbecue kids pizza. But the thing I really wanted. Pizza? Yes. Classic. And a tartufo. Do you guys know about tartufo what the, culture? That's what I'm going to name Esther's chin tar, Tartufo. It was a cookies and cream ice cream ball. Oh my God. With melted chocolate around it. Like it was frozen, but it was like in a shell of chocolate. And then around that shell, it was Oreos crumbled up. Nothing. Get out nothing. Of here. Can you find it, Caroline? Please. I found it. Can yeah. you share it's, a screen? My mouth's watering. Um, it's covered in Lady Gaga Oreo. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh fuck yeah! Is that, it, you guys, when I tell you that's and that and just and also my parents had gifts, so the surgery was like four or five hours long and I would just every 10 minutes he'd be like open another gift because there was like a sheet in front of me so I couldn't see my leg and I would Wait, just be why were you why were you not you weren't under for, I was it too, for a five hour I was, surgery because I was too young and it was technically just stitches but it was like it wasn't on a, it was on my leg it wasn't like organs so they didn't put me wow. under I'm sure they like um maybe I liked it so much because maybe they did give me some kind of like sedative because so I was you in had heaven like a you had like a bit, that's why you love surgery. You had like an amazing gifting sweet experience for your first big one. Well, literally them reading me stories like while it's happening. And I did get one little sneak peek of my leg. Accidentally the little towel moved. <gasps> and when I tell you the inside of your leg is just pink, pink, pink. Stop, stop, It's not stop. a place you want to see. Stop. It is just. That's not a place I want to spend time. Pink, pink. Do you know Ooh. that I, the only way I can really sleep at night is if I picture 
that if somebody cut my hand off, that it would be like a Barbie inside and it would just be like Barbie doll. Like I can't, I couldn't sleep if I really thought about what was in here. You guys, there's literally skeletons like doing, like there's a skeleton <laughs> dancing, right? Esther's skeleton is literally like this at all times. Just like there's a hunch, <laughs> there's literally a hunch, little, little skeleton in you. Do the Gloamies get squeamish at this too? Or do you guys get squeamish? Like, I, am I extra a baby about My it? My biggest fear is like an impacted fracture where a bone pops out. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I don't want to see the bone. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, it it does squeamish me out a little bit. I mean, yeah, I, I talk a big game, but literally like I'm sewing a wig right now. And like, if I prick myself and there's blood, I do like scream and Renee has to catch me. I was just watching Shay Mitchell's web series on YouTube, which is actually amazing. And it was her, like, her labor experience. Caroline, are you afraid of giving labor? Deeply. Okay, good. Just one, yeah. just needed to know Deeply. that. I've softened on it a little bit, but one time someone told me a story of her C-section and I've never been able to shake this mm. image. A C-section is like a, sur- it is a surgery. If you can avoid it, avoid it. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Clay. But I can see the appeal, and they're so commonly done that if someone was like, you should get a C-section, a doctor would, told me that, I would probably just be like, yeah, sure. okay. my sister got C-section, yeah. But then I've heard that that requires five, like five days in the hospital. Yes. But if you do vagi- if you do Vagini, you just go home. And there's no anal yeah. option, right? Uh, Not that I'm aware of, but your pussy does rip to your butt. But we'll circle back okay. to that. So my friend who got a C-section said that you walk yourself into the surgery room, which already is so dehumanizing Why? and degrading. It's like the whole, apparently at Cedar sinai they do it this way. So she walked into the surgery room and you just like see your surgery bed there. They're like, okay. They're like, go ahead and sit down. And she's like, I just sit on it. They're like, yeah, like sit. So she like sits on it. It's something about putting, loading yourself onto a surgery bed is so true. But you're so scared about sick. getting wheeled in. So you don't want to be wheeled in and you don't want to walk I, in. I'm scared of surgery. It's okay. just she a doesn't general want to, fear. It, it seems like her fear is like approaching the surgery. Right. It is. I don't mind the waking up. I don't mind the pain. It's the, it is the apprehension of pre-surgery. It's the journey towards it. Wait, so what? It's the journey. It's like the anticipating it, counting down the days. You just have oh, to keep like, super busy and not think about it and then be like, oh, fuck, my surgery's tomorrow? Like, okay. Like, that's the secret. I will say I, I had a colonoscopy and I was so scared. And then my friend Frack. Lena was like, it's, I know. My, she was like, they give you the twilight. It's amazing. I and then I did, And then I did have a great experience. So I will say I was, I was a little bit changed. I think you can be too. But yeah, giving, uh, giving birth, I feel like that's another thing that makes me abnormally squeamish. I'm just like, no, no, no. How does it come out? Like, no. Oh, I mean, it's unimaginably painful. I mean, I know I'll have an epidural and I'll do full drugs, but it's just, and then ugh, I've somehow gotten birth TikTok into my algorithm and there's something that I saw on birth, after birth TikTok that after birth is TikTok? kind of, it's kind of scared me. What? Have you guys ever heard of padsicles? No. Oh. When you have a vaginal birth, your vagina is pretty cold. She's gone through a lot after that vaginal birth. And like you have to like irrigate it and like do shit and like keep it clean. Like it needs to heal. It's like it. 
I'm not, I don't want to say it's wrecked, but like it's kind of wrecked. And there's something that they recommend you do where you take maxi pads. And I think you put like aloe vera, like a proprietary blend of soothing ingredients in the pad and put them in the freezer and make padsicles. So it's like a cooling. I mean, I literally want to do this right now for myself. I don't even. Have I know on a hot summer great. day What's it wrong sounds. With that? A pad sounds more amazing. Like, because we know what's. It's because we know what would cause you to need a padsicle. Right. Like my pussy would have to be hot and painful and gaping. Burn. Oh. Burned. I know, but everyone who's able to do it, it's clearly like a, a magical. I, that was the takeaway from watching magical. Shay. It's like so magical but the amount of suffering she went through was not cool and you know we wouldn't have like easy births i mean there are girls who are like oh i pushed twice and it was like a five-hour labor like it wasn't that bad i mean let's be honest me and esther's births are going to be 35 to 40 i'm not even going to entertain that because i have a feeling that it's going to be esther i don't know about you caroline but you know that esther was born with a horseshoe up her ass and has a little luck streak that no one else has. And I am feeling Esther is literally going to like have the easiest, fastest childbirth. I thought you were going to say that I hate doing things. And so I get them done the fastest as possible. Same thing with that. I just know that (laughs) Esther, like things can come easily to Esther. She has this little magic touch. And I think that you're some things. I hope you're right. And also, granted, everyone's experience after they have a baby is totally different, but there's a high chance that afterwards you're going to love that baby so much and the reward is going to be it, yeah. so... I feel like that's always the case. No, because some people like have, you know, their hormones are all balanced and they have, you know, they mentally... That would, that's what I would be afraid of, not to put that fear, but my fear is just that I would be so depressed and hate the baby. Really? Sorry. Yeah. yeah, postpartum depression. I mean, I'm going to have fantasies of shaking my baby for sure. I mean, I'll but never no. forget being way too young to really understand what postpartum was and seeing Brooke Shields be like, and yes, of course, I wanted to throw the baby across the room, out the window, and just not grasping it. And now, of course, knowing people that have had postpartum, I get it. But that's what would be my fear. Not the padsicles. It's not, you know, being into the baby. It's like the lifetime of psychological trauma that you could cause after yeah. that. I thought that I would was, say my fears are mostly related to my own body. Post same postpartum is I, I think more I think because when you're pregnant you have all those crazy hormones and then because they drop so fast, yeah. it's actually like yeah, okay. Hormonal. Of course. That see, makes me feel better. I'm not scared of body stuff. Like I know that all get through body stuff. no matter what, I know like with my mind and my heart, like I can get through anything. I'm scared of heart and mind stuff. I'm scared of going oh. crazy. I'm scared of going getting depressed. I'm scared of like that stuff. I'm not scared of like if I haven't something bodily wrong with me. It's happening to me. I'll get through it. I know me. I'm like, we'll push through. We'll be okay. If I have to work with one arm, I'll work with one arm and I'll be like the fiercest one arm like guy you've That's ever seen. That's really inspiring. But it is yeah, inspiring. but at the same time, I am scared of like, well, what if one day I go crazy or I get depressed? Because I've never, I don't think I've ever had real depression. Yeah, for sure. For real. Okay, good. Well, that's good to know then. Then I'll just think like, of it as physical. Band-aid. Perfect. The only thing uh, Clay's afraid of is not getting a membership to Club 33. <laughs> that, that is a real fear. 
not getting all the poly toys from Subway. <laughs> no, I have lots of, I'm just scared. I'm scared that one day the other shoe is going to fall and I'm going to wake up and they're going to be like, so you actually do have 32 years of like depression, uh, allotted time that you haven't gotten yet. So we're going to dump it on you now. Don't worry. I will hold your, I will, you call me first. I will hold your hand. I've been through the rock bottom. I'm telling you. And you have. There is, I, anytime there is I, hope. Anytime I have anything mildly emotionally discomforting <laughs> in my life, I'm like, what the hell? Like Esther, like I woke up not feeling manically great today. Like what's going, like mania is my resting point. So if I'm even like tired, I'm like, what's wrong What's Esther? Like what's going on with me? I don't have butterflies all day. What's happening? <gasps> I'm like, this is good for you. We're having a low. This is, we need these. Yeah, and she always says, like, you need to have a little bit of a low. The, the highs and the lows are hard, but we, we work with them. Yeah. You've been a good friend. You have, you've been a good friend with me on situations like that, Esther. Thanks. Thank you That's for sweet. the compliment. The first one. Can I see the lower hanging boob now, please? <laughs> <laughs> Show us your little nasty. <laughs> All right. Esther's boobs are like whatever happened to baby Jane. <laughs> God, that would be so good. I want to watch it tonight. Same. I think that's on HBO. I watched it on HBO I've written a letter to daddy. daddy. So oh. funny. So good. Okay, um, you guys, I think yeah. we're running out of time. What an old Hollywood-centric episode. Yeah, it really was. Lucy, Baby Jane, Esther's boobs, just some of the classic stars. <laughs> of the past. <laughs> stars of the silver screen. <laughs> just old, old stars. <laughs> Your boobs let's are do, of yesteryear. Let's do a quick promo round. Everybody, yeah. check out Chad on TBS. I wrote for it. My episode is out. It's called K-Pop, where Chad becomes obsessed with K-Pop. It's I watch it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's hard to find, but I did Amazon Prime, $10 for the season. And then um, check out Fishwife, my fish company, eatfishwife.com. I have a fish company. It's delicious. The smoked trout will change your life. It's toothpick ready. It's been featured in the New York Times. Questlove posted about it today. This is the real deal, guys. Caroline, that's really major. Congratulations. Are you serious? Open the can, squeeze some lemon, and you're You're set for life. Caroline, also, I'm so psyched. I saw you guys are in in a physical location in Chicago. Yes, we're at Pop-Up Grocer in Chicago, which is like a... I don't know quite how to characterize it, but it's like some kind of rolling, like, pop... It's a pop-up grocery store of some kind. And they're in Chicago. Yes, thank you, Esther, for reminding me. I'm totally You can find us in Chicago at Pop-Up Grocer. I think we sold out in, like, one day there or something. Are you kidding? So they just reordered a bunch, yeah. Oh, my God. This, this business is successful. Um, okay, so that's my promo. Esther, you go. Uh, if you're in Los Angeles, Thursday night, come see me at Comedy Chateau. You can find a ticket link. I'm sure there's a swipe up in my Instagram bio at this current moment. And I have a clothing company, Sleepover by Esther.com. We're launching our black sweatsuits, like, any minute now. And they're awesome and i'm really excited and i think that's it i, I yeah i think that's it for me my specials on paramount plus if you guys want to watch it esther who's doing glam for thursday what's thursday your stand-up special the chateau oh the chateau. Uh, 
Oh, do I need is that to a glam, glam event? for stand up? Let's 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 off my. I think that we scuff. should elevate everything. Twenty twenty one's year of elevation. Follow me at Clayton Hawkins on Instagram. It's Clayton Hawkins on TikTok. I've been kind of not on TikTok a lot, but follow me on Instagram. And that's all I have to offer, guys. That's more um, than enough. Keep an eye on Clay Space for. Uh, his full face transplant. He'll be posting about yeah, the doctor. It's, I'm literally going to look like the bad guy in the mask when he puts the mask on at the end. <laughs> I can't wait. You guys, great episode. We love the Glomies. Subscribe, review, watch our YouTube. Subscribe to that. You know what to do. Post we'll about the later. show on Instagram. Post about the show. We will repost you. Like and comment. Let us know you love us. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Podcast Network.